What voice you're doing? <laughs> you killed Frank. <laughs> uh, you fucking killed him already. It's all right. I'll, I'll, I'll eventually go next. <laughs> the, fucking, the fucking commercials he come up with. With a name like Schmuckers. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, 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 because they used to do commercials in between, you know, the, the Twilight Zone breaks, right? So I, I taped the, you know, after work with the sponsor, you know, and I sent it to him and he, he would come up with these fucking commercials for every, <laughs> for, for every I think it was season three. I need right? some of those for my right channel. <laughs> Phoenix was it season three that you did them all for? Yes, because season four was the 2019 Twitter Zone yeah, ones. It was, and then he did... He, he, he dedicated one episode because I probably didn't show up that day. Let's see if I can find it. I have it's, them. It's hysterical, dude. It, it, it's 40 minutes of him just playing all of his commercials he made. <laughs> oh, God. Where the fuck are I have it under ads. Let's see. All right. Here's two I never played on the air. All right. I have Uh-oh. two episodes I've never played. Frank, you want me to play those? What? Here's two yeah. two ad breaks I'd never played in the show, apparently. Really? Yeah, go ahead. Rod Serling, creator of the Twilight Zone, will tell you about next week's story after this word from our alternate sponsor. This episode of LIW The Twilight Zone Reviews brought to you by Tubby Old White Man Angels. If you're a minority <laughs> and you think you're doing well in life, nope. It's all thanks to your tubby old white man angel. It's all them. Nothing to do with you. You're welcome. That's for Cavender's coming. Yeah, I was going to say Cavender's coming. Yeah. Here's changing of the guard. No idea. Rod Serling, creator of the Twilight Zone, will tell you about next week's story after this word from our alternate sponsor. This episode of LIW The Twilight Zone Review What am I doing? I cannot think of anything. I already fucked up, so I keep going. (laughs) All right. I have no excuse for that one. (laughs) Those are from years ago. I have no idea what the fuck. Okay, so... That's good stuff, and I lost you. There you go. There you go. When do you think I did the Pepperidge Farm one? Let's play Absolute Man. See what that says. Uh, Pepperidge Farm remembers. <laughs> Rod Serling, creator of Oh, the it's the fugitive. We'll tell you about next week's story after this word from our audience. Oh yeah. This episode is brought to you by Hostess Twinkies. When you want cardboard filled with cream. Hostess Twinkies, because even in a totalitarian society, Hostess Twinkies will still be around. <laughs> All right, here's the fugitive. Is the best one. Rod Serling, creator of the Twilight Zone, will tell you about next week's story after this word from our alternate sponsor. We here at LAW The Twilight Zone Review care. We want to remind our listeners that if you have an elderly man carrying around your six-year-old daughter and hanging out in her bedroom and she hangs out in his bedroom, please give her up for adoption because you are a terrible parent. Not what I wanted, but... And this... Good enough. 
Oh. Phil's our community service. Oh, <laughs> I added a little extra there. All right. Um, what episode would it be then? Hocus Pocus? This is a minute and a half. Just don't remember. Rod Serling, creator of the Twilight Zone, will tell you about Nightmare as a Child. After this word from our alternate sponsor. You're listening to LIW, the Twilight Zone Review. Winners of two Oscars, three Grammys, and one Tony. Also, we won a Teen's Choice Award, a Nickelodeon Teen Kiss Award, and then we're also on the ballot for uh, for the Hall of Fame of Podcasting. That's right, the first ever Hall of Fame of Podcasting. We're going to win it. I, I got a good feeling here. Actually, we already, we already did win it. We, we won it. Do you believe that? It's crazy. I can't, I can't believe it. And now back to the show. No? Extra minute there for no reason. Okay, so Nightmare as a Child. It's a buffer. <clears throat> Last one I'm going to play. If this isn't it. Rod Serling, creator of the Twilight Zone, will tell you about next week's story after this word from our alternate sponsor. This episode of LIW The Twilight Zone <laughs> Review is brought to you by Viagra. Because you forgot how to get an erection. Don't you remember? You were doing so well. Don't you remember? Viagra. Okay, I lied. <laughs> okay, but it's the same voice. <laughs> Here's It's a Good Life. Last one, because it might be this one. Rod Serling, creator of the Twilight Zone, will tell you about next week's story after this word from our alternate sponsor. Wandering the vast cornfields? Feel a little hungry? This episode of LIW The Twilight Zone Review is brought to you by Jack in the Box, presenting our new Dan-flavored sandwich made with 100% corn-fed Dan meat. <laughs> That's just a good advice. All right, I'm not going to find it, so fuck it. <laughs> There's 40 of them. Go listen to that episode. 40 ads on Twilight Zone. Those, those are your Patreon exclusives. Yeah. Um, yeah, good so luck with that. Um, oh, let's play the theme song. It was so good. Because <laughs> you forgot how to get an erection. Don't you remember? <laughs> yeah. I forgot about that one completely. Um, <laughs> you guys start doing them again. They they are worth it. Uh, but let's hear the theme song and then we'll start here. Um, let's see how. Oh, hold on, let me uh, do a uh, quick. Um, which McCall? We're already here. started, Frank. Uh, well, okay, fine. So if this is loud as fuck, my fault. Sight and sound, but of mine. That's a signpost up ahead. Your next stop, dark territory. I know she's not deaf or dumb or retarded or anything. Ordering in Wonderland, Wonderland, the Twilight Zone review. Frank. Life is Thoreau said in quiet desperation. Because Harmon Gordon is enslaved by a love affair with a wife 40 years his junior. Because of this, he runs when he should walk. He surrenders when simple pride dictates a stand. He pines away for the lost morning of his life when he should be enjoying the evening. In short, Mr. Harmon Gordon seeks a fountain of youth. And who's to say he won't find it? This happens to be the Twilight Zone. <gasps> Welcome to the LAW Twilight Zone Review, episode 167. For episode 511 of the original series, we're almost done. A short drink from a certain fountain. <laughs> 
I'm Phoenix West. I'm time. I'm in time. Link. Squeeze, squeeze. I'm late. No, I'm I'm, I'm Adam Wilcox. <laughs> Welcome, guys. Who's late? <laughs> yeah, shame on you, Adam, for being late. What a dick move. Remember that time you showed up for an episode you didn't watch or record? God, you're and, rude. And as soon as we're done this one, I have to go right back to work too. Somehow. Yeah, and then you have a shit life. That's how it happens. So, pimping ain't easy, huh, Frank? Life ain't easy, pimping. But pimping's pimping is pimping. Nailed it. Exactly word for word, just like the song. So, we watched a short drink from a certain fountain. I wish I could see you two. What the fuck is wrong with this program? Nothing. What is wrong with you? I saw you, then you went away. I saw you, then you went away. Okay, that's the most New Jersey thing I've ever fucking heard in my life. I saw yous. You just fucking say that? I assure you, I didn't go nowheres. He saws us, Adams, and then he we went away. I, I believe that's what he said. We were we were stalkings on the videos, and then we went away. What the fucks? I don't know. Stop <laughs> with that shit. What the, <sighs> the mighty? That's just as rude as. Ah. Are you good? Uh, Leo's Reds gave us a thumbs ups. I feel Thanks like I'm talking pig Latin. Up, Reds. I feel like I'm talking pig Latin. I feel like I'm just making shit up. No, but I don't know what the fuck's wrong with your side there, Frank, but good luck fixing it. I wish you the best. You probably spent 40 minutes trying to fix it, so just abandon it. No, no, no. Just give up. I had, I didn't do anything for it to come back up. I didn't do anything for it to leave, so it's not me. I don't give a shit. Whatever. How many monitors do you have? What do you mean? Never mind. Never mind. Hold on. Let's try something. Let's Let's see if I can screen share. And let's try that, and you'll see my notes. I do see a share screen button. Okay. Well, let's stop sharing the screen. And do you see us now? No. On your fucking own. So today we watched a short drink from a certain fountain, and uh, <laughs> Frank, where does this boozy broad fall on your Frank's hotties, Frank's Twilight Zone hotties list, I guess we'll call it? I would definitely play drunk and hide the pickle with her. Drunken? Not sober? No. Because why? <laughs> well, dude, not for nothing, but I she she did it for me with the big daddy. <laughs> <laughs> I do have a note in here about how many times she calls him big daddy, which is really disturbing. Well, uh, uh, how about I got this right here? I, I wish she I, just said sugar daddy like she should. I I have why this chick is a bitch. <laughs> I would slap her in the face with a wet mackerel for sure. Here we go. Getting in your varsity end. Oh, my doctor should have witnessed that little activity. Persistent telling me about your ailments, I may just have to run out and get sick. It gets dull, you know. Terribly dull. I just uh, mentioned it in passing. Yeah. What you do today? You, uh, you go shopping? Oh, I had a ball. Absolute wild ball. Yes. I can hear you. Turn it up a little bit. Okay. Thank you. She had a ball. She had your balls. Abs your absolute wild balls. In my mouth. I play balls on chin. That's a fun game. You keep forgetting I'm no longer a varsity end. That too loud? No. Okay. Is that better? Definitely. Should have witnessed that little activity. 
insistent telling me about your ailments, I may just have to run out and get sick. It gets me, Jim. Big Daddy, one of these long, late nights, that's exactly what I'm going to do. All I said, it was one of those days that made you simply want to go and jump off of a bridge. Then <laughs> I waited for you, Harmon, dear. So, tell you what, Big Daddy, on our anniversary, I'll go out and I'll buy you six of them. And then I'll take them all down to the dime store and have them gift wrapped. And then I'll even find you some of your favorite music and play it on your old Victrola. This is Frank. Like, uh, come to the Wildwood Church. Stop whistling. I, whis whispering, I can hear you. Except <laughs> the sentimental value. That's a word you may not understand. Means the capacity to love. Big Daddy. <laughs> oh, God. Frank just got hard. I heard your dick hit the bottom of the microphone. Disconnected the cord. It just went. Every time Big Daddy, it's like... Hold on, hold on, ready? Sound like this. Big Daddy. Somebody should have wished that five years ago when you and I took out our paper. Big Daddy. Can you please start saying Frank Big Daddy links? You better be careful, Big Daddy, because if you oh. <laughs> weekend in Egypt, I just may run away with a mummy. Didn't understand that one, but... <laughs> He's as old as a mummy, you get it? Big Daddy? Yeah, no. Do you get it, Big Daddy? <laughs> Dude, you even do it for me. <laughs> Hold on. I don't even know, Big Daddy. Which is... When she says it, oh god! Ladies and gentlemen that are new to the stream, this is when their uh, chemicals start kicking in. So they're warned. <laughs> no, this is Frank being aroused by a woman yelling "Big Daddy" at an old man in terrible old man makeup, and that brings me to my next point. Frank, Adam, sorry you weren't here for that. You're over here on my screen. Sorry, Frank. Beth, you could chime in, but if you've seen the episode. Better or worse makeup? This episode, old man makeup of Hannon, I think is his name, or of late, I think of Cliffordville. Uh, Which has better of makeup? Late, of late, I think of Cliffordville still takes the cake of being the worst. Yeah, okay, good. So this has better, which I agree with. But not by much. It, only because that guy in old late, I think of Cliffordville, uh, B... I'll start with B, ironically, weirdly. Murdered his wife, and then A had a bald head, so you had like the bald head stuff, so which funny. didn't match. And this guy at least had hair, so they you know, it wasn't as obvious. And, and B, he didn't murder his wife in real life. So we have that going on. Yeah, yeah. Adam, you missed a lot with that episode. Yeah, yeah I did. The yeah, actor yeah. in real life killed his wife and then killed himself. Yeah, there's a lot of that going on in, in the TZ. And I fully support it. Fuck yeah. Yeah, it, it, it's called natural selection, right? Husband selection, really. Husband freedom. Um, Not even husband freedom, because he killed himself, too. It's more like... Yeah, uh, you, it's like you finally got rid of her, now enjoy it, and then you're going to kill yourself? Yeah. That's some, that's see, if he, if he lived and got away with it, OJ style, husband freedom. But exactly. the way he did it was just dumb. The no. guilt got him. Phil Hartman's wife style. Oof. Fuck that bitch. Fuck that bitch. 
Still too. She sweet. robbed us so much. Yeah. You know yeah, what? He was, he was a national treasure. Of Canada. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's Canadian. <laughs> oh, only the type yeah. of, of weird info you will keep you watch on to somehow. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, but, uh, okay, so the old man makeup face. You, you remember those popcorn ceilings that were so popular in the 50s? That's what his face looked like. A popcorn ceiling. Popcorn. I know. God oh my God! Well, I'm the oldest fucker here, and you weren't alive back in the fifties. So what the oh, fuck are you talking about? That was my phone smashing the ground. Okay. Oh, in I'm scared. <laughs> that was face in first. South, in South Jersey, all the houses were pretty much built in the fifties, and that's what they would, and that's what they did to this fucking ceilings. It was like okay. this little. We called it popcorn ceiling. It's like these. I don't know. Probably, it was probably asbestos. And I have probably. installed popcorn ceilings in people's houses in the South. So you know what I'm talking about. Yes, it's a machine you can get and where you, it sp- sprays a spackle in clusters. And there's a part, I just, re- I just watched uh, Raising Arizona for B-Movie Battle, and Nick Cage goes to punch the guy when he's in a trailer, and his hand scrapes on the popcorn ceiling, he's like, ah! It's so fucking funny. That movie's perfect. Time out. Perfect. Time out. Time out. Uh, first, why wasn't I invited? Second, why is that in B-Movie Battle? That shouldn't be a B-Movie Battle. Raising Nick- Arizona is not a B-Movie, sir. It's a Nick Cage movie, which is part of B-Movie Battle. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, it's a B-Movie. It no. was kind of a sleeper hit, yeah. That movie's fucking, it's perfect. But he he goes, and scrapes it on the popcorn. And, ah! It's fucking great. I, that movie's perfect. I will I will defend that to my death. It's a, yeah. one of the first movies I ever watched. It, 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 it's, 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 it's one of the rare perfect movies ever made. I was going to say the makeup looks like that cheap liquid latex that you buy at Walgreens. <laughs> and they always have like the little face on the front. Because it was obviously done by a professional yeah. asshole that knows how to make that stuff work. And they always say, oh, it's easy. You can make it look exactly like it's the It's got Bella Lugosi on the front. And you're like, It never oh. turns out. It always looks like you got boogers attached to your face because fucking nobody knows how to do that shit. But then you realize it's like 9 o'clock at night and you're like, nobody's going to fucking see my face. It doesn't matter. So you just wind up going as a hobo for Halloween because fuck it. I'm a hobo, Dracula. Boo, I'll suck your dick or blood. Whatever oh, you want in the alleyway. <laughs> Whatever you want, man. <laughs> I put fucking lipstick in my hair. I'm yeah. a punk rocker. Oi. <laughs> you know what I'm still laughing about? When, when they forget the baby and John Goodman's going. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I did. I oh The poster of today's show uh, for YouTube Live is me as what I call Tucson East. Because I love raising Arizona so much, but I had to bad talk something. So I had to create a side character to talk bad about raising Arizona. So that's why that character exists with the scar in his eye and the eye patch and the and the cub, oh, fucking Cubs hat. Okay. I was wondering what that was. So that's what that is because I had to find some way to talk bad about raising Arizona. I couldn't do it personally, so I had to create a whole other character to do it. And he talks like Clint Eastwood. So that's what that is. <laughs> That'll be upcoming in uh, I don't know a couple weeks here. After my color out of space one. Fuck. Can't wait for that one. I, I can. <laughs> <laughs> color out of space is eh. and then raising Arizona is fucking amazing. My my next guess was that, that your picture was a p- paying tribute to Brian Ferry. So I'm actually gonna show it here so people Frank's who are gone. watching know what the fuck we're talking about. 
Goodbye, Frank. He'll be back. They always come back. Phoenix, Phoenix West. What are we doing? What are you? What are you playing? I'm gonna I'm gonna share your profile. What is Leo Red showing him anyway? Phoenix be like, I don't want to be backstage. You know, it's fun back there. All right, so this is the picture that we're talking about here. Yeah, pretty nuts. And I'm proud of you for having a dare shirt. I want one of those now. Well, my original one, the the me version is where my no effects uh, dare to keep kids on punk, and also have uh, this exact okay. hat on. So the evil version has a Cubs hat instead of white socks, and it says dare. You didn't strike me as a Brian Ferry fan anyway. So I don't know who that fuck that is. You can say it all you it's, want. Yeah, it's from Roxy Music. If you insist, yes. Yep. What the fuck is Leo Red talking about? Let me see. What is Leo Red talking about? Phoenix? I don't know. I don't know either, but who cares? So let's talk. actually talk about this episode. Get me the fuck off there. I don't want to look at... <laughs> That's Tucson East, by the way. So he talks like this. I hated that movie Racing Arizona. I don't get the point of comedies. That's how he talks. You'll see it. Um, but let's talk about this actual episode. So World was a great movie. What is? What what was that movie called where he he was in with with um, Kevin Costner? Was it Perfect World? Yeah. Yeah, great movie. Good movie. Um, I thought it was good. It's good. Yeah, but. You know, Clint Eastwood has so many better movies than that. that. Oh, my good God. No wonder. My what? fucking... Oh. <laughs> what? Would you like to restart the computer now? No. Nothing's working right. My fucking computer had to update. Of course. Leo's correct. Every time I, I tell think... Frank to turn up the volume, it's... Well, we're good now. I think I think we're good on volumes. Just tell your computer no, actually, fucking we're not now. We're reenacting scenes from uh, A Big Trouble in Little China. <laughs> anyway, um, so I have another clip. You want to play it? No, I want to talk about this episode a little bit before we get to clips. Okay. Okay, so uh, it starts off a skanky broad dancing around her living room, 1960s style to 1960s terrible music. She's uh, wearing a see-through dress, and you can see fucking everything. Thank, thank you, episode. And she's she's clearly liberated, as they would say. She's she's fucking floozy. And some old man walks in in old man makeup, young guy in old man makeup. And then she bitches at him after trying to dance with him about being old and boring and how she can't do this. And he's like, we just danced for 17 seconds. What more do you want? You bitch, I'll fucking kill you. Oh, you suck. God, I love you. Oh, you suck such a good dick. But, oh, God, why the fuck? And he's out of breath. And she's like, I want to go to space. I want to go to Mars. What the fuck is wrong with you? Like, I just want to go to Pluto and fuck around. You buy everything. (laughs) I want to take some Pluto drugs. What the fuck's wrong with you? And he's like... I don't want to go to the corner store. What the fuck's wrong with you? They're so opposite. Swallow. No. No, she doesn't. No, she doesn't. Then there's no point in keeping her. No. What the fuck does she offer this guy? I have no idea beyond a a slightly younger vag than he's used to. What the fuck does she offer him? Yeah, I know. what. They sleep in separate bedrooms. What a really weird, you know, dichotomy. An old dude and a hot chick together. Flintstones. Yeah, it's almost like Hugh Hefner, huh? 
No, but honestly, specifically this couple, what does she offer him? We never see them flirt. We saw them slightly dance. You are taking the longest chug of Mountain Dew I've ever seen in my life. That is not good for you. We have also seen him... Piss himself. He's going to piss himself before the show's over. That was good. That was like a minute and a half. I went through like several different points. But she has offered him nothing. She sleeps in a separate bed. She wants nothing to do with him. Doesn't even look at him when he wakes up. Has nothing to do with him. What is he getting out of this? He's not fucking her. Fuck no. He'd be like, he'd thrust, thrust, like, <gasps> my doctor should see this. <laughs> Cardiovascular. Oh, God. I could call her a trophy wife if they showed her flirting with other people, like at a party or something, but I'm yeah. not even getting that vibe off of her. There's nothing you're getting out of this relationship from his, his aspect. Other than I like to titty fuck her. She has tiny little tits, so what the fuck are you getting out of this? You're not going to fit it between unless you're really fucking slim. She lets him in the back door. There it is. Okay, well, the, lots of girls... I mean, in the 60s, maybe not so many, but lots of girls do that nowadays. So... It's a requirement nowadays. You, know, you, you start off in the back door before you're allowed in the front nowadays. I've been in the back door before I said, hello, my name is... And <laughs> I, don't, I don't fucking care what they say after that, but... <laughs> I, I I move on and, and I keep going, but I just don't I don't know what the fuck he's getting out of this relationship in the sixties unless he's like you said he's getting backdoor and she's one of the seven that'll do it for for uh, I assume he has money which they kind of allude to but they don't say why he has money they don't say no that the right. brother's really the executor of his will they don't say anything about how his brother controls everything which apparently he fucking does and apparently his brother is some. You know, like uh, just this 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 groundbreaking uh, fucking medical <laughs> rejuvenation guy. This uh, guy is he's the opposite of the guy that we were making fun of a couple weeks ago that was uh, uh, belittling his uh, niece or whatever. The, the Uncle really Simon. Pissed. Yeah, Simon. Yeah, he's the opposite of Simon. He does fucking slay her when she's off screen, though. He doesn't do her face, but he's like. I have some uh, some notes here. She's a brassy, conniving, covetous little broad. And I'm like, those are some Uncle Simon slams. This guy's yeah, fucking ruthless. The, 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 the brother, I think the brother is, is the one. Oh, yeah. We'll get to that. Yeah. The brother is Rod Serling, okay? Rod Serling wrote this. He had to. It that seems like it. very possible, sir. And I didn't think about that until next, just now. And thank you for bringing that up. Now I'm, sir? How'd that happen? <laughs> you look older. Than no, me. it's definitely uh, it's definitely Rod Serling dialogue. Uh, Lou Holtz, Lou Holtz wrote the basic story, but the teleplays by Rod Serling, who wrote that specific dialogue, I, I almost can guarantee it based on what she what he says about her. And uh, yeah. but I love the fact that so basically he's too old for her. He calls his brother in the middle of the night, being like, she fucking yelled at me. Please come over. I'm still fucking hard, and she won't take care of me. Please come over. She's so mean. And he fucking comes over, and he's like, dude, what the fuck? Why are you calling me? And he's like, I'm so sorry. I did that. I, You know, I, I know you work as a scientist, and you inject them with your fluid, and they're young again. Talking about, like, fucking chimpanzees. I'm like, what is this brother I'm doing to she chimps? probably ties him up naked to the to the bed post, and then she takes his credit card and goes to Bloomingdale's. I, I assume. I can imitate this guy pretty good, too. I, I've seen what you've done to the bunnies. You sound you like know. a lady cleaning of Cliffordville. Yeah, that's how he talked, because he's old, remember? Talk about uh, selling land. 
So um, they're yeah, fifteen you know, dollar an acre. The uh, the uh, oil might, might as well be on the moon. <laughs> there you go. You sound more like that than this episode. That was pretty good though. <laughs> that was pretty good. So Adam, go back and watch good. of Lady. I think of Cliffordville season four episode. Uh, Not yeah, a bad episode. Does he do that? Does he do that impression there too? That's no. the that's the impression. A little bit more of that, yeah. That's the impression he's doing. But this <laughs> brother, this brother's doing a very similar thing though. Just like wet mouth. I'm fucking. So I I know you're working with chimpanzees, and the brother's like, yeah, but they're showing up like mentally retarded, and you know, yeah. three arms and two two ball sacks full of six different testicles. They're fucked up, dude. Why do you want to take this shit? Why do you want Bro. me to inject you with my hot fluid? Bro, he goes through all these groundbreaking medical m- miracles that he's accomplished he goes we're still walking blind in the woods on this one i'm like are you no are you <laughs> because if you're rejuvenating like you know dude you're not walking blind you're you're almost there son it makes you wonder how high his standards are i know <laughs> like I'm thinking that guy is secretly like the guy from Reanimator. Like he's just bringing the shit back yeah. to life. Whose name is Frank West? Yeah, that's it. I was gonna say Simon. I almost said Simon. I knew it was West. Doctor Frank West. I took I took some clips from that from that movie to do my intros on back when I had the Phoenix West show. But anyway, good, good the, stuff. Um, good stuff. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, let me see. So, um. Yeah, this is what his brother thinks of. Yeah, this is oh Rod. great. Okay, yeah. This is this is Rod Serling dialogue, like pen to paper, that I've, I've ever heard. What I think of, I've told her myself to her face, so I have no compunctions about saying it aloud. I think she's a brassy, conniving, covetous little broad. Uh, let me finish. I could forgive her her hungers, Herman. I could forgive her the fact that she's made out of asbestos and hasn't got a heart in her body. But I can't forgive her for what she's done to you. You know that she's turned you into a, a frightened, quaking fool. You dote on her, you give in to her, and you run after her like a poodle. That's item number one. Now, the second favor is that from now on, simply after you've had your battles, don't call me at odd hours of the night. Battles. When you finish on her chest, don't call me in the morning. I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> That's all you have. You imagine getting in a fight with Rod Serling if he has those levels of comebacks? Like it, it just like just probably. I don't know. <laughs> I like doing the math because if you're forty, like we're all about forty, can you imagine fucking you someone? Can you imagine fucking a sixteen-year-old right now? I can't. Nope. I can't, I can't even. Fathom. It's beyond imaginable because I don't want to, not because I can't imagine like, oh my God, that'd be great. But like, I don't want to, what the fuck? They'd be talking about some band. I'd be like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Anyway, oh, like, what am I going to talk because about? I think of when, where, what I was when I was 16 and I was not about old women. I just, you know, or if you know. I would, if I was fucking a 16 year old right now, Hanson would be playing in the background. Yeah. <laughs> what was 16 year old? 2004. So, I, I was in film school. Are you in your period yet, or did I just break that hymen? I'm going to up all over you. <laughs> yeah. I, all over your face. Dude, you, when I was 16, the new kids on the block were still a thing. <laughs> You're old as fuck. I am old as fuck. 
I just can't imagine like bang no sixteen year old of new kids on the block. But like he's sixty, she's twenty five, right? Probably forty years his senior. So she she's sixty five. She's twenty five. She's fucking sitting there talking about. She's in the prime of her childbearing years. She's like oh oh oh. Adam's like oh yeah, and that's where we leave the fucking that band. Cause that's all I can name for that band. <laughs> but what the fuck are you gonna do with someone that young? It's that much younger than you. Teach them some really. Awesome take her to the sock hop. You know, take a roller skating. My girlfriend's seven years younger than me, and I feel like go, I'm go old man. I'm old man or? Phoenix telling her stories of yesteryear. That's only seven years. So. Mm-hmm. So yeah, let's read from the book from Mark Scott Zickery. Ooh. I put up a book. No, you mustn't read from the book. No, I'm, just, I'm sorry. I just wanted look, to say that. Look, look where I grabbed the book, Phoenix. I don't have to get up or anything. I put a bookshelf in so I could grab the book real quick. You had to put a whole shelf in for that? You can just set it on some speakers? Not in the middle look of that. Look at that. He can do that without even getting up. I'm look impressed. That. Oh, my God. It moves oh, your camera a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, that book this is... Book. Oh, 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 oh. oh, my God. I don't have to get up to get that because, hey... Your camera's really... De- he put thought in That was that. a magic trick, but your cam was really dependent on your book being there or not. <laughs> it's like every time you move your book, it's like Blair Witch. <laughs> anyway, let oh me read. Oh, my God, they're coming after us. Oh, and I read now from the book of Zickory, page 375. Blair Witch. I shit my pants. It's Psalm, Psalm 375. Desperate to keep up with his gold digger wife, Hail Mary. Uh, wealthy Harmon Gordon, God rest his soul, begs his doctor brother to inject him with a highly experimental youth serum. Initially, the doctor refuses, but when Harmon threatens suicide, he reluctantly agrees. At first, the serum's effects are mir- seem miraculous. Harmon is restored to vigorous young manhood, but the formula continues to work, and Harmon, regre- Harmon regresses to an infant. That ruins the episode. As his wife starts to walk out, Harmon's brother makes his threat to compel her to stay. Raise Harmon to adulthood, adulthood, staying with him every minute, or to be cut off without a penny. So here's actually what his I thoughts are. I like how are. Frank is reading along with you like there's going to be a pop quiz on this later. Frank, page 376. <laughs> are we going to be tested on this? Over the uh, <laughs> baby photo of Harmon. <laughs> Poetic justice of a sort is served at the end of a short drink from a certain fountain, but it would be more satisfying if it were not for the uncomfortable realization that a helpless child, helpless child is being left entirely at the mercy of someone who is unfit wife and will, ult- and will almost certainly be an unfit mother. For reasons which are cloudy at, at, the, at this date, this is one of the four half-hour episodes which are not in syndication, which we talked about earlier, Adam. Yes. Considering uh, its wordiness and predictability, however, this is no great loss. Ooh. Thus ends the, the book of Zikri. <laughs> Hail B. Exactly. Hail B, Frank. Full of grace. I thought that was. Um, yeah. I, I, this episode's okay, at best. <laughs> oh, wait. You guys ain't Catholic? Well, me, no, I'm not. Yeah, Catholics do weird shit. I, I still don't know everything there is in Nova. I'm drinking the blood right religion. now. Even though where I grew up was mostly Catholic, I'm still not I Catholic. Say, Phoenix, you're, you, you're, you were brought up Catholic, weren't you? No. You're Irish. 
No. Moving on. Okay. <laughs> I drink the blood, but no. Okay. Yeah. Like, yeah, those wafers suck. They're yeah. like uh, cardboard. It's like, why am I eating and drinking Jesus? I don't, I don't get it. It's fucking I mean, creepy. Catholics are fucking creepy. His they, name wasn't even Jesus until the, seven, the late or early 1500s anyway. Well, go go watch Catholic, David so Cross. Do a lot of yelling. Oh boy, you guys! A lot of yelling. Let's change subjects here and talk yes, about something a little more, uh, a little less sinister. That was pretty good, Frank. That was pretty good. You cut me off. Bringing it right back. Now, yeah, did. Like, that guy was about to jump because his brother said no, right? Yeah, dramatically in front of him. Seriously, right? Like, I, I did, like, that was about to happen, correct? He, I mean, he, he literally... They definitely said, allude to that, where he's like, you know, a fall from 500 feet up will definitely smash some human organs. You want me to go in detail and grisly detail about that? Yeah, well, let me tell I you about human sternum. They dealt with suicide in the best way that they could in 1964. That, that yeah. yeah, he literally walks out to the balcony. His brother comes out, and he's like, "You know what? You know, you can leave and all, and and you keep your answer is no, uh, but uh, I guarantee you, you'll see a big, you know, meat pile of nothingness uh, that used to be me when you get yeah down the elevator." He's like, uh, he basically begs his brother to inject him with this hot fluid serum. And he's like, I won't fucking give you that, that beef pump up in you. So I'm going to, okay, well, you go fuck off over to the balcony. And the brother's like, okay, I'll go over here. And he's like, I'm going to jump off. And uh, when you go downstairs, by the time you hit the ground floor and go in the lobby and walk by and do the awkward bye at, and to, the, to the guy in the lobby, you're going to walk through like four and a half feet of gooey me, gooey older <laughs> brother. So say yeah. your goodbyes then, drop some, drop some flowers in it. I don't know what you got to do, dude, but. That's going to so be me. Now. <laughs> so I don't care what you got to do. Because he's like, bye, brother. And his brother's like halfway at the door. And he kind of stops like a child and peeks in it. And he walks over to the balcony, all dramatic, all melodramatic. And the brother's like, are you going to jump? But he doesn't do that. And so he's like, let me tell you about the scientific ramifications about jumping from your death. 500 feet. I will reach terminal velocity before <laughs> yeah. I hit concrete. <laughs> there's, a, there's a Charlie Sheen movie I want to bring up called Terminal Velocity, in which case your body will only hit... Oh, he goes in that whole spiel. In which case, halfway through the movie, if you have a gun, you will blow your fucking brains out. It's not as good as the movie Drop Zone, uh, but it came out at the same time. Yeah, but his brother was in that one, wasn't it? Or no, it was terrible... It was Keanu Reeves, right? No. It was Wesley Snipes. No. Wesley Snipes is drop zone. Okay. And Gary Busey, which makes it far superior to Terminal Velocity. Yo, wasn't that the movie where Gary Busey snorted coke off of his dog? That's probably every movie, especially Quigley, but... <laughs> That's Gary Busey on Wednesday. <laughs> That's Gary B. Be- Hold on. Gary Busey, clean off your dog right now. <laughs> Gary. Gary, it's it's a fucking terrier. Clean it the fuck off. You know the dog's name is Snow, but come the fuck on now. You're not skiing on your fucking dog. You're doing blow. We all know it. Respect, bro. Gary, Gary, clean it up, okay? It wasn't a short hair. Go to bed. Long hair dog. I feel like we have to babysit Gary Busey. Someone, everyone has to take shifts. Gary, go to sleep. Gary, 
Go to sleep. They have I like don't one care. Of those child leashes, like you see at the malls, you know, like the soccer moms have on their kids at the mall. He's I know. Carrie Tommy Lee Jones, Jones is doing right now. Go to sleep. <laughs> you know, how the hell did his son actually stick around long enough to become an actor? I'm thinking that his son got as far as he did because a lot of people mistook him for Fido Dido in the 80s. I think he Maybe became a tooth now. monster, and he became like the, the antithesis of the tooth fairy. That guy is all teeth. He I'm was, not sure why Garrett, why, why Jake Rusey didn't play Guile in a like a Street Fighter movie. He would have been perfect for it. He He's great in the like Frighteners. Dude, dude, hell you fuck yeah he was. Hell fuck yeah he was. Starship was Troopers. Movie. Oh, Starship Troopers 2. Another great one that... Gary Busey's. That's it. Contact. <laughs> Contact. Contact sucks. That's all he did. That was great. Contact was a great movie. Contact sir. fucking don't, sucks. Don't you dare respect. Contact, Contact is garbage. Contact a, sucks. Do not respect. Hold on. Contact. Said. The director of Contact did her only good episode of uh, Tales from the Crypt last week. Contact fucking sucks though. I love Contact. It Even fucking good sucks directors though. Can make bad films. It Contact is like an orgasm where you're like, oh, here, I'm going to kill. Oh, it never came, but stuff came out. Yeah. That's what I call Contact. Co- Contact is like the cinematic equivalent of blue balls. You go in there expecting something, anything, a climax, you never get nothing. You just go with blue balls. I read the book before I saw the movie. Well, we shouldn't have to read the book. If it's a good movie, you shouldn't have to read the book to watch the movie. That's the rule. I don't give a shit about the book. book. You know how many people read that book? Come on now. I don't give it. What are you drinking? Cum? What is that? All I saw was a white label. Okay, it looks so different when you're shaking it. The way I was shaking it in front of the microphone, though, it did sound like cum. It and looked like it. Was, it was a white was blur that I was going for. Yeah. I used to like to say my cums never sounded like that. <laughs> well, I'll give it a couple years, Frank, and it'll, it'll happen. Oh God! That's you true. become an empty sack of plastic down there. That's Dude, gross. I've, been come, I've, I've been going. I've been walking in doctors' offices and doing that for way too long. Mm. Never sounded like that. TMI. TMI. It's the truth, though. So, speaking of cum, a short drink from a certain fountain of cum <laughs> is uh, not a good episode. It's, that was a quality segue, sir. It's not a good episode. I really Back don't think it's no, good. No, no. Phoenix. Yeah. Please, please, just pause for the applause. Great segue, buddy. Okay, now we continue. So the episode is not that great. Um, Adam, you you appeared to like it way more than I did. Uh, I I like it because it has what you call, I don't want to take credit for the term that you introduced me to, a power move. And uh, what I like about it is you think that the main character is the old guy in in the bad Walgreens makeup, but it's actually the brother. In, in my opinion, who's the protagonist? Because he becomes. He's, he's kind of getting shit on. He's kind of the only one that sees well, the forest through the trees. Before you finish, let's okay. Kind of finish up. You know, we okay. didn't really go that far into the plot because okay. some people just don't watch the episodes and listen to this, even though we highly advise against that. But well, no, I don't. I highly advise you listen to this first. Then I guess if you do a good enough job, you shouldn't have to be able to watch the episode. You can just listen to this. That's what I'm saying. Let's pause in case they didn't watch it. Fair enough. But um. Old brother begs younger brother to inject him with this hot fluid serum uh, to fix his aging. And he's like, yeah, I'll pump that up in you. And out of nowhere, he like shoots him up like he's a fucking junkie in his own room. He's like, oh, he's like, there you go, Cobain. Have fun with that. And then, then uh, the younger brother, he, he goes, he goes, 
He says so many contradictory sentences in a row that I'm having trouble oh describing this. Because he goes, all right, you go ahead and go to sleep. I'm going to stay here and observe you heavily for a few days. Anyway, go to sleep. It takes about six hours to kick in. He's like, anyway, so go ahead and go to sleep. I'm going to fuck off. I'm going to get out of here. And he leaves. And I'm like, I thought you are fucking observing him. And he goes home. And we just cut to the next day. Right? Yeah. You know, and the next day, I have... Two real quick. I, I have two clips. The one name she gets wet, <laughs> and the next clip is she came. <laughs> well, she gets wet. Sounds like it's after where we need to pick up. Okay, because no, it's, it's right where you. Yeah. Okay. So go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. Well, the brother shows up the next day after he said he's going to observe him every single second of every single day, and uh, it's the next morning, and he's like walks in. She's drinking coffee after a fucking hangover from drinking alone and dancing alone and he's like oh the fuck's my brother and she's like i don't know i'm only married to the motherfucker i don't fuck him and sleep in the other side of the house again what does he get out of this relationship she was definitely definitely suffering from all that blackberry brandy she was drinking by herself the night before. Or, or, no, or peach snob. brandy peach schnapps peach schnapps yeah peach schnapps yeah that's an old reference yeah. there adam that goes back to uh Cornfield episode. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, it's a good life, which I played the advertisement for <laughs> last. Anyway, yes. So if you have the clip and it picks up after that, go right ahead. Okay. Yay. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, that was unnecessary. That's incredible. What a good night's sleep will do for a man, is it? What? Harmon? Herman, what have you done to yourself? Are you wearing makeup? No, no. No makeup, just a good night's sleep. What? Ah. You look so different and blind. Yes, you... Well, you look wonderful. You you look so young. What's happened to you? Uh, ask my brother over there. She has the vagina pools. Worst Viagra commercial ever. <laughs> How do I feel? I feel like a million dollars tax-free. That's how I feel. You know what I'm going to do for you, Ray? I'm going to let you take me on tour. They're going to write you up in all the medical journals. Jet me with your hot fluid, brother. Four weeks. Flora and I are going to go on a little ocean trip. Oh, flawed sail. Who cares? She's wet now. Big Daddy, I don't know what you've done to yourself. Frank, calm down. Yeah, that... Frank, calm down. Oh, yeah. Oh, Big Frank, Daddy. Frank, calm it down. Dude. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Fuck it. You good? You strap it down with your belt? All right. It broke yeah, through. Dude. Yeah. We can't move on if you keep doing that with your erection. What? You good? Yeah. Okay. Tight, tighten it down. Do a fucking... Do it. Do a sailor's knot. I don't know what you got to do down there. Just get it fucking under control. Margaret Thatcher naked on a winter day. Margaret <laughs> Thatcher naked on a winter day. <sighs> We're good. Okay. I'm yeah. Coming over the uh, is that coming over the? Yeah, a little bit. Cool. All right, cool. Because that's my cock hitting the the microphone. Really? If, in we your version? Sure. Are you sure? Are you sure? That's what... <laughs> tink, tink. <laughs> Oh, shenanigans. Yours is like a shimmer. It's <laughs> so cute and tiny. Yo, I remember. Blink. 
for some reason, Blink. this brings up the memory of uh, getting our physicals done when we, right before we were freshmen for uh, football. I don't think and, I like where this is going. The so, doctor grabbed my ass. <laughs> and, well, no, it, it, it was the first time a doctor ever grabbed my piece, right? So Hold on. It, what? You need my piece. Anyway, don't tell me slowly. So, me slowly. Like, slowly, Frank. <laughs> so, oh, slowly, Big Daddy. Sorry, sorry. Type it down, type it down, type it down. And, and he introduced me to a new way to play baseball. Why'd your face go all red? Look at that. So, because of my, so, <laughs> all right, so. You're so red we're now. We're, so me and my <laughs> what the fuck happened? Are you riding. being invaded by aliens? <laughs> Is that nature? Is that like extraterrestrial <laughs> that just showed up <laughs> in your house? So, so me, me and Brett, yeah, we're riding our bikes home. It's the funniest thing he's ever said. Uh, no good story starts with a bike ride home. That's a molestation <laughs> story. And then the local <laughs> van was driving around with ice cream music. And, and we're I... riding our bikes home from our physical where the, where the lady... We got in the back of the van. Anyway, so... We're talking about it. He said he had a puppy. They found my friend's body in the creek, and then anyway, I got home, and <laughs> where's the story going? <laughs> Continue, sorry. Oh, God, it hurts. <laughs> we, Proceed, we if you will. Podcast. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, I miss him every day. <laughs> Oh, I such a good never friend. I've seen Frank's face that red before in my entire <laughs> life. That's like a new shade of red. That's like the Colorado space level of red that I'm looking at right there. Magenta. Oh, oh my God. Oh, I still miss him. Anyway, um. This shit is Lovecraftian. Oh. I got home when I pulled the pool ball out of my ass and I thought about, you know, <laughs> what am I going to do with the next few days? Oh, oh, Charles. Oh, oh my God. And I've been listening to ABBA ever since. You. <laughs> uh, anyway, so, uh, you know, I, so, so, so Dean goes. I can't breathe. <laughs> <laughs> They found a cold scoop of my own Fred in the uh, desert. <laughs> anyway, so he's named. Uh, they put him in a vanilla cone, uh, body bag, and. Uh, I don't know where we started, but let's continue. I, Frank's never going to collect himself. Let's let's talk about this. So <laughs> he starts, and then I start. Next yeah. So, um, uh, boozy make money tits. Boozy make money tits. I guess I'll call her. She wakes up. Realizes her her husband is just like absent, and she's like, "Oh, that motherfucker's sleeping." And they wake him up. He's like twenty years younger, I'd say. Comes out and he's like, "Oh, he's wearing old man pajamas still. still he's got old. less makeup on." What? He still looked old. My he, my dad wore those pajamas up until about two or three years ago. Those exact same fucking pair of pajamas. R.I.P. But he wakes up. He wears those pajamas. Pajamas, sir. Pajamas. Pajamas. 
Midwest versus your fucking yous ought to know they're called paj- pajamas. You fucking sucks as yous. But yous, guys. yous guys ought to know they're called pajamas. I, I use three pieces of bread with my peanut butter and pajamas. <laughs> what? <laughs> so what the fuck? they finally wake up the brother. He's 20 years younger. He doesn't look that young, but he's got less makeup on. And he, she's like, are you wearing makeup now, Joker? She does a fucking Harley Quinn voice. And she, he's like, no, I'm fucking younger. And then he like turns his head once, and he's 20 years younger from that. And he's like, it's, a, it's coming at an alarming rate, just like Frank's Mountain Dew into his mouth, in his stupid fucking mouth hole. But she, she's like, we're going to go on an ocean trip? And he's like, yeah, let's go to India or fucking Istanbul or middle of Syria. What the fucking horrible places he mentions. Wouldn't it be funny if he was planning to like push her overboard while they were out to sea? It sounded like it. Pull a fucking Rachel Wood on her shit. It felt like it. Robert Wagner is going to shove her over and be like, oh no. Wagner, Rachel Wood. Natalie Wood. Natalie Wood. But he's like, oh, she said she's scared of swimming, but we were just out swimming. So like once upon a time in Hollywood, he's just kind of sitting there with a fucking spear gun, like, mm-hmm, yeah, uh-huh, I hear you. <laughs> I didn't see that movie, but yeah. All right. Yeah, but, I um, either, so don't spoil it. Yeah, I, I want to watch it. It's on, my, it's on my watch list, but. You'll be happy. Hey, it's, uh, it's a long one, but it's worth it. Yeah. Phoenix, uh, when you watch it, let me know so we can watch it together. Please. Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah, you totally. Know. I'll, I'll let you know. Will you please? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm serious. Yeah, me too. Dead serious. All right, cool. I'll let you know, man. All right, right on. He can't see us, right? Fuck you. (laughs) I forgot halfway through that bit, he can't see us. (laughs) I have no friends, remember? And I like watching movies with other people. Yeah, I'm going to let you know, man. I'm going to let you know this. I mean, you can't tell from the way I'm talking here. I'm not facing the microphone the entire time. But I can't. I'm totally going to let you know when I'm watching the movie, and then we'll totally watch it together. Yeah. Right? Exactly. So let's watch that together sometime. I have it on... Uh, <coughs> Never. So let's move on. So where the fuck are we? Uh, uh, Dr. Jackass they and Mr. Hyde from trip. reality. Yeah. They go to sleep. He wakes up again. Like I said, ages less and less every single se- every single scene. And he's just like, oh, my face. And his brother's like, what's going on? And we don't see it. And then it cuts, and you you don't see that actor again anymore. He appears to be doing the reverse, and I know you know Star Trek. Both of you guys know Star Trek. He's doing the reverse of young Spock from Spock 3, search for, or Star Trek 3, the search for Spock. He's going in reverse order. It's, it's the curious case of Benjamin Buttons. Yeah, the, the curious case of uh, Spock. But yeah, Spock is screaming through the entire movie as he goes through puberty in like you know in a matter of seconds. Right? <laughs> yeah, you know uh, what? No, no pond far for you, sir. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's just for. That's he's not that race. Come on. Oh, Spock. Yeah. Sorry. Yes, I thought you said. <laughs> I thought you said Picard. <laughs> I just came back Phoenix. in. This. No, that's on me. <laughs> I came in the conversation a little late there. I was busy. Um, oh. Yeah, quit. <laughs> he did. He he does have a pond far. Yeah, Frank, watch more Star Trek. That's all I can say. And no, watch thank the, us later. Yeah, watch less of other weird things you're into. 
in the mm-hmm. room, so we have to jizz in a cup. Is that over? Is that over? Bicycle porn. She, she's that, pregnant. Yes, it's over. That phase of your life where you jerk into a cup and then hand it to it. Here's my cum to a stranger is over, right? Yes. Is, is that bizarre the way I think it is? Or are you just kind of like a, a, when you piss into a cup However for a drug? How bizarre you could possibly think it is times it 10. It sounds bizarre. Here's my fresh cum. It's still warm. Keep your hands warm, Mr. Oh, no. Nurse. And especially with the instructions, which really brings on the sexy, so you're ready to really give it your all. Do not use any lubrication or spit. I haven't jerked off without a lube. Adam. Adam. Adam, are you back? I haven't jerked yeah, off without a lube in years. I want you to hear I that. I ever used the lube. Ever. Ever? Never. Do you jerk off dry? Yeah, I'm a dry jerker. I can't do that anymore, man. You got to get some toys. <laughs> get a flashlight or... They make toys, Frank. They do. We have, Adam, we haven't been married for 20 years almost, so... Yeah. You have no, to be they, quiet and she knows your house. There's a difference. They, they, they make toys for dudes, yeah. Yes, yeah, the flashlight. I know. No, I mean, beyond that, it goes a lot. It depends on how much money you want to spend for something like Dude, that. I saw... Uh, they make fucking robots now, and I, I'm, I'm waiting to save up to buy a fucking robot. Well, no, you... But they're in stock unless you want the male version. They're out of stock. No, no. Hold on, hold on. Backtrack. They're in stock? The women version is. So I can't get a... You can't buy a webcam for under 200 bucks, but I can get a fucking... A fuck robot? Okay. Just a female. All right, I'm getting on Amazon. Hold on, hold on. You can only buy the female right now? Why? Because the male is sold out and on back order. That is weird. That that's bizarre. Why? And, and that's, uh, that, that, that's proof that we're not living in the right. And uh, and eighty uh, percent of all who eighty uh, percent of their clientele are men. <laughs> Let's We've just say hypothetically, yeah. I wanted a male sex bot. How long do I gotta wait for that fucker to show up? Let's just say. But hey, it's so worth it when that. Frank, give me a timeline here. What's up? How long do I gotta wait for a sex male robot? Um, I mean, probably longer than it would take me to take a flight over there, and you know, you could pay me the amount of money that those things cost. I'll and see you soon, I'll Frank. So let's robot. let's move on to the. Uh, let's, let's do that. Where are I'll, we, Adam? Deal, Phoenix. <laughs> what? Wink, winky. Can you just bring the robot or no? You can wink all you want, but I don't want that. Adam got it. I, I, I Adam's got it. reaching for anything to get out of this conversation. Hi, Frank. <laughs> I'm your best friend. Does this turn you on, Frank? I just want to know. Is that Robbie? Yeah, it's Robbie. Robbie before yeah. he's in Uncle Simon. Oh, Can I just oh, wait, show... Wait till you see Robbie and Whipple. Oh, yeah. What their doors look like inside this apartment. Well, You mean the sliding doors that only no. exist in my Aunt Liz's house? Can I share my screen here to show the yeah. YouTube crowd how Absolutely. tall these fucking doors are in this set? Well, with everyone else but me. 
So this is her. Look at this. She's probably five and a half. This is a fucking no, huge door. She's so we're assuming the guy doesn't live in Cabrini Green is what you're getting there. I get that he has Hello? like a little uh, thing up here. Wait, wait, time out. What's where? Their doors are like 20 feet tall. They really are. She's like, let me open the door. The whole fucking thing opens like a garage. And then she has all all her Time Life magazines over here. They got like beef eaters standing outside that open the door for them when they're not using them. I will give this episode and her one good, um, you know... uh, I'll say one good thing about her in this up in this episode. She did a very good job acting after she looked in, saw a child that was her husband and walked out the way she did it and the look and everything. It was like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what do you like? She played that perfectly. That's we haven't gotten to that part yet, though. I thought we did. Did we? Did we get to that part? I'm pretty sure. Oh, well, uh, he, no, I'm sorry. Phoenix didn't. Well, yeah, he, yeah, he didn't get to that part yet. He, he, doubling he, over, he brought him back to bed, and then whoa. he he had to go down there. And then yeah, and then he was supposed to, and, and, and then he talks to okay, was Frank, it Flora? Frank, pause. Flora, Fauna, Fiona, what was her name? Boozy McMoney Tits. That's what we call her. So okay. he went to sleep. He put the brother to bed. He wakes right. him up later, and then the audience is like, what's going to happen? But in reality, everyone's like, yeah, I know where this is going. Let's finish this. Yeah, so, uh, okay, so Mrs. Money Tits. Um, Boozy says, Money Tits. You call her by her full name, or you don't refer to her at all, sir. Boozy McMoney Tits. Boozy. Boozy Money Tits. Oh, boozy! It's okay, boozy. See, see, I'm u- I'm used to seeing Phoenix talk, so I uh, a floozy or boozy. I I would have been able to figure that out with the. Oh, okay. You can't see him, so you're just you're guessing. Gotcha. Whatever excuse you need, call her boozy with a b b b McMoney tits. That's a real name. Look it up. That's what Rod named her. Right on. Anyway, what's your point? I, the brother <laughs> wakes him up. The brother comes out of the room later on. And he's like, hey, bitch. Hey, hey, money tits. So it's no longer just solely money tits territory. You're going to have to go ahead and think about the future of the money tits name. So you're going to have to go ahead and take care of the future, your ex-husband or current husband, whatever you want to be married to a six-year-old, you fucking weirdo. And this yeah, is where I said to hate the fucking episode. Fucking toddler. Yeah. Yeah. So our so our character becomes Benjamin Buttons. He turns into a toddler, and that's the that's the moment that I that made me like this episode. It's you call it a power move, I call it a gotcha bitch. That's what this was. It was a gotcha bitch moment. And I like I appreciate a good gotcha bitch moment, even if the episode went way out of its way to get there. I'll take it. Especially where I went. The seventh was made of bullshit phantoms. This is where I went. Oh go fuck yourself. I knew that. Yep, but I wasn't mad like the last episode because this yeah, felt like it, it has a way it, better setup. At least. It flowed yeah. into the ending. The, the last episode was like blah, 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 ending. And you're like, how the fuck did what the fuck? 
Why are we here? The last episode had like the the plot was written on a napkin and they handed it to the director and they said, "All right, now film about thirty minutes worth of shit and edit it together." I'm like, this is Rod Serling scribbling drunk on a napkin in Ohio between yeah. breaks. How the fuck am I gonna do this? Uh, uh, we're doing it. Here we go. Oh, Custer. It, it was <sighs> it was written on a cocktail napkin, Phoenix, and it had like the the sweaty glass on top of the ink, and yeah. some of the ink bled, so they didn't read all of it. Like, I think it says Custer. I guess he wants a Custer episode. Let's it's go do it. About custard. Yeah. Let's not upset Big Daddy. Let's, let's not upset him. Let's go ahead and make this episode. But this one is like, this is what he wrote, and it feels more like a fleshed out first draft. It's, you know, partway mm-hmm. through a second draft, and it's kind of like his yeah. his brother shows up, and he's like, here's here's your husband, husband child. Go raise that motherfucker. Have, if you fuck it up, I'll take the money away. Because apparently I'm the executor of the will, even though he's right. not dead. So why does he have a will? I have that clip. Oh, right. go for it. Go for it. Nice. Make note of the fact that what you're wearing is all that you take with you. If you think that I'm going to stay and take care of a grubby, thumb-sucking little kid, you... That's precisely what you're going to do. Gotcha, bitch. And short of that... No, Dave Chappelle. You're here exactly as you arrived. No. On a dawn. All the furs and the jewelry and anything else that my brother gave you remain here. He can't make me stay here. You can't make me stay here either. There are other fish in this ocean, mister. Indeed there are, but you're not married to them. You happen to be married to my brother. That's crazy. Crazy? <laughs> no. What is Bizarre. Your marriage? And it's a fact. And if I ever hear that he's left alone with nurses, maids, and governesses, you're going to find yourself right back on the chorus line, do you understand? Ooh. He's going to get some attention You now. whore. And I don't mean just intermittent sporadic visits between nightclubs and beauty parlors. I mean from morning till night. Hey, uh, question, yeah. Phoenix. Yeah. Can you hear me talk while I'm playing something? Yeah. Well, I there's just, a first. Just didn't give a shit. No, but dude, <laughs> the first. I'm just fucking with you. Yeah, I heard you though. Here's again. Yeah, you definitely sound a lot better than before. Before you sound a little congested, but you sound better. What do you mean? It doesn't matter. You sound great now. Don't yeah, yeah. don't fuck with it. Is what I'm saying. No, my my point being is my new mixer from yeah. the last mixer. Is that what you're talking about? No, you sound a lot better in this new mixer. You don't. Adam, I don't know if you think about what Frank sounded like before. I've done a hundred shows of them, so I know. But he sounded a little congested, the mixer. He just sounded a little, uh, not tin canny, but just a little. The bass was way the fuck up, even though we turned it way down. Yeah. But this sounds a lot better. Yeah, it's a uh, PB6. Great. Great. I, I even have a Click man- the link down below for a special discount code. Check out PV6 on Adam's. Make no, no, no. sure you smash the that reason- like button. Adam, you're hosted by PV6, right? You're going to get sponsored by them? The reason totally, I bro. You- Did you smash that like button? Did you? Hit the subscribe and ring that bell. Hold on. Hold on. Did you? Did you hit the like button? Did you hit subscribe? Did you hit the fucking button? Why not? Did you? Anyway, so let's talk about the episode. Sorry, I get a little violent there. When people don't hit the fucking like button or subscribe button. 
Sorry. Sorry, Adam. It's the only thing we ask, you know? I mean, really. That's that's all Adam wanted there when he played that clip. That's all he wanted. Is it really that fucking hard? You. I don't even care if you like it. Just subscribe. Hold on. Let let Frank talk here. Is it that fucking hard? Frank? Yes. It's like Brady. I feel like I'm the (laughs) Brady Bunch. Frank? Huh? Continue. I was done. I'm looking down. Can you continue? Just don't feel okay. stupid about this bit. He's right. smiling down on you, Frank. I I can't see that. What? What? He's licking the top of your forehead. Keep talking. I've... What? Anyway, so this episode sucks. So let's move on. Um, she doesn't have to raise. It. I'm the only one. I'm in minority here. I I don't hate the episode. I like the gotcha bitch moment, and I appreciated this episode more than the last one. I I didn't hate this episode either. I found it like I I, I just found it so batshit absurd, uh, and the big daddy part made me laugh. Also, the brother hated that girl so fucking much that he was willing to risk his brother's life. Yeah, put him through hell, turn him into a baby just so he could have that gotcha bitch moment. And I appreciate that power move. Thank you for bringing this up, Adam, because I think his brother doesn't like his brother. And he really hates his brother's wife. So he used his brother just to fuck his brother's wife over. Yep. I was going to say not fuck her, but fuck her over. Yeah, you, you, you said that. I so agree with like you guys you, exactly. You, you're going to be a mommy now and do all the shit that I wanted you to do before. Or you're going to lose all your fucking money. He's like, gotcha, bitch. I hate you more than I love my brother. I'm going to exactly. throw him at the fucking fan. And you're going to get that shit that bounces back. Have fun with that shit. Bye, because, bitch. Because think about it. You know, he's missed all the all the family Thanksgivings, Christmases, weddings, and everything because this bitch didn't want to go. Because she was fucking boozy money tits all over Thanksgiving, Christmas, Easter, Flag Day. He could never see his family for Flag Day. He wanted to get even so and bad. Canadian yeah. Boxing Day. And worst of all, Arbor Day. Cinco de Mayo, <laughs> which is what our first live podcast at day was, Cinco de Mayo. And May the 4th be with you. That was the day before, Frank. Which uh, That's Cuatro yeah, de Mayo. I was like, I can't wait till this shitty fuck day is over. Fuck this day. So they, uh, the brother is like, well, if you fuck up this baby, you don't get shit. And apparently he's the executor of the will. I don't know why there's a will, how that pertains to him being young and not, therefore still alive. I don't know how any of that works this out. This guy found out a way to reverse age. I'm pretty sure he's smart enough to get a will put together. And, and they don't show it, though. Him. That's my point. No. but well, you, you, I, can, you can I, believe I, it. And, you yeah. follow along with it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, but not for nothing, the wife is the executor of everything before the brother. Depends. It depends. On. She might have signed a what he's What he set up? Uh, what? It depends on what he set up. It all depends on what he set up. That's true. That's true. So That's apparently true. he said his brother is the executor of the estate because essentially what happened is I'm dead. I have a child with this lady, which is what on paper is what I'm saying. I'm dead. I have a child with this baby, with this lady. She has baby. to raise the kid. Otherwise, she doesn't get her monthly stipend is essentially what we're supposed to presume this is going to happen, right? Uh, yes. 
I mean, I assume. That's what he kind of says. If you fuck this baby up, you don't get shit. Um, if you put him with a nanny, you don't get shit. And if you uh, don't fuck me in the side, you're going to get shit. He's going to fuck you, her, these right? These people are related to Simon. They are. They're related somehow. They're, there's a connection. There has this to brother's be. definitely Uncle Simon. Yep. Like, it's, fucking... that, it's that same kind of long-term revenge bullshit that you have to appreciate. Yeah. And I do appreciate but also didn't help me enjoy the episode anymore than I did. I gave it like a six. It's okay. I don't. I don't love it. No, it's okay. I can finally see you guys. I had to go to the live stream so I can see uh, what I should be. Oh, seeing. welcome to the podcast. So no, I was just counting. We're fifteen second delay. <laughs> this episode is a seven point three on IMDb. I think that's how, way how? too high. I was going to give it a seven out of ten. If we're if we're doing out of ten, I, would, I gave it a I would six. Put it a seven. Yeah. Now, Frank. I did watch next week's episode and have a lot of clips from it. Which, hey, I'm gonna get. I'm, I'm ahead of the game, Phoenix. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> whatever you need to excuse your behavior, I'm not seeing an episode on the on the Blu-ray. This whatever is, you need, Frank. And, and Adam, this is the second time I've done this. <laughs> I heard. This is the second time I watched. You know what I did, Frank, before we started recording? Is I sent Adam the 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 lost episode of Twilight Zone review. Do you, you know what I'm talking about? The the one where you're literally in the Twilight Zone. Oh, when I was really, really high? Yeah. Okay, you admitted it. Good. You didn't say you have narcolepsy. You just said I'm really high. Words yes. came out of your mouth, but in no particular order for no particular You're talking reason. about like a basement, and I'm like, yeah. cool, was this episode good? And you're like, yeah, but they're like subscribing to the plumber's way of mentality when they're going to the moon. <laughs> I'm like, what the? F-? But instead I went, and I waited for a good while for you to make sense. I'm like, okay. And I waited a while. It was like listening to Sid Barrett explain his breakfast. <laughs> yeah. like, Only Sid you know? Barrett had a little bit of an excuse. Yeah, it it wasn't my finer moments, but it's hilarious to listen to. And <laughs> yo, can you send it to me? No, yeah, absolutely, I can. But the I was telling Adam like he listened to this live, or you you were telling me live. I'm like, yeah, I made sense. And the next day, I sent it to you, and you're like, oh, that's oh, nonsense. Okay. And I was I was like, yes, yeah. it is nonsense. And you're like, I'm so sorry. I'm like, that's fine. But it's oh, fucking yeah, hilarious. I and I was like, yo, I'm like, I'm so sorry for last night. I, 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 I feel ashamed of myself. <laughs> and I never shared it, but I kind of want and, to. And, and, and I went, Phoenix, will you please forgive me? <laughs> Can I play it right now? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, it's five minutes. Right. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. Yeah, man, I was, I, I was in another world. This is why I brought it up, so I can play it, but I want his permission first. Go ahead. Okay, so here we yeah, go. This is Frank on too many pills, a lot of weed, and I actually took a shot of Southern Comfort before this. Fuck, Frank. God damn and it. I, and I'm allergic to alcohol, so that Jesus didn't help. Christ. Okay, let me find it real quick. It's, it was um, a bad day. Here it is. Okay. okay. Here it comes. Okay. Well, I'll, tr- I'll trust you on this one. We'll start recording. Let's see how this goes. <laughs> Still fiddling with the iPad. Yep. I think Exciting. I dropped, dropped Exciting it. introduction. 
Uh, anyway, theme song. You're traveling through another dimension. It's a mention not only of sight, I remember, and sound, I remember but of talking. Money. That's a signpost up ahead. Your next stop, dark territory. Ordering in Wonderland, the Twilight Zone review. Citizens, welcome to LAW Twilight Zone Review. Review. There we go. Jesus Christ. Uh, episode 130. Uh, it's episode 102 of the 2019 series. It's getting too many numbers in here, Frank. Uh, Nightmare at 30,000 feet. Another number. I'm Phoenix West. All right, Frank. Clementine. Squeeze, squeeze. Frank's over there fiddling with the iPad. He's having technical issues. Uh, I was trying I to cover. Trying to do a queue up, uh, Jordan Peele, or what? Uh, yeah, I'm 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 almost there, but just like Jordan Peele and Rod did, they they played the episode a little bit in the beginning just to set up, you know, Jordan Peele's awesome narration. Okay, uh, is that your hint for me to go ahead and just set up the <laughs> intro? Exactly. Okay, I'll, I'll take over. So uh, yeah, so I'm so trying so hard we here. We did preface the first one by saying if, this, if you're new to the show, our show, go ahead and watch the episode first because we are not going to hold back here. Not that it sounds like we're that edgy, but we're going to talk about the ending is more what I meant. Uh, so spoilers. Uh, so go ahead. This is your chance to tune out and don't come back. <laughs> oh, no. Sorry. Sorry. Come back. Oh, shit. It's already too late. It's already gone. Fuck. I fucked it up. Yeah. God damn it. Uh, uh, Adam Scott is the star of this episode who I also like. So we got two episodes in a row starring people I like. Which is uh, enough for me to keep watching. If I were this a casual fan, you know, it was it was cool to put a name uh, a face to the whole name. See, he had a great voice. <laughs> he really did. Adam Scott, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's nonsense. Yeah, he, he's uh, he's following the long legacy of this episode <laughs> of of Shatner, John Lithgow, and I, th- I think they, did they do this episode in the '80s series or not? I don't remember. Did they? Yeah, I don't think this, the whole 3D thing was available for movie theaters to like uh, the late 70s, like 79 maybe. So, yeah. I don't know what that meant or what that was in <laughs> reference to. Here's Did where they do this episode in the, in the 80s TV series? Yes. Did they? Are you yeah, sure? The, the 80s reboot with Meredith, Burgess, Burgess Meredith. Yeah, but th- I don't remember the episode, though. I'm sure they did. I just don't remember it. Um, yeah, wasn't it part at the end where they did um, some plane, you know, a few of the plane um, crashes that got uh, did, uh, destroyed and they showed you why? And then it was laying in, in the, my basement. And then, yeah. <laughs> and I know a whole lot of, not a whole lot of, um, um, uh, what was it, the uh, Congressional Medal of Honor were handed out during World War II. So I figured, who knows? I'm going to pause it right here, Frank. What do you think you're talking about there? <laughs> okay. I want it your, I want like your live commentary. In vocals. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, the reason I'm playing this and the reason we're having fun is you haven't done this in a while, 
but what the fuck are you talking about here? <laughs> oh, God. Let's, let's continue. I let you talk as much as I could before. I was like holding my laughter. I'm like, what the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> let's continue. They sound like the guys around the Tommy. I was going to come in here with a shovel and a rake and just rake it all. You know, like, yeah. Hey, have you seen my stapler? Milton. Okay, Frank, we are going to I mean, not record really right now. Fire. <clears throat> I cannot bring up video for some reason, dude. That's alright. I think we're going to save this. We're going to hold off. I am so preoccupied with trying to get video on here, I don't understand it. And I can only play it through Amazon Prime because of my subscription and, dude, I'm hitting video and it keeps bringing me to this is, this is infuriating. I, I just want to say uh, so let's, let's pick up where we left off here. Let's, let's record some other night. Because you just spoke for about two solid minutes, and it was nonsense. <laughs> so good. Yeah, I think it was about my exploits of trying to get... Your ex-what? This point of trying to get to the video. Your ex-what? Exploits. I thought you said ex-boy toys. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was going through my exploits of trying to get through this... The, uh, episode. Okay. I remember the exploits. Didn't they tour with Black Flag? Back They're pretty the good. The, yeah, they were, they were great. 48 seconds left. All right. I want to stop now. I mean, at least in my head, that's what I was trying to do. Was I close? No. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to save this audio so you can hear it later. I would like to hear it, too, because I am... I, I'm, I'm so oblivious to what I'm, I'm saying or how I'm saying it. You weren't saying... You were you were literally going like this, and that's what I heard. Uh, yeah, um, play it. All right, I'm gonna stop it right now. So long, <laughs> citizens. <laughs> this is just for I us. Was like, I was being defiant. <laughs> I like, oh yeah, play it. <laughs> Hold on. It's all right. It's just not not tonight. Not tonight. All right. So that's the clip. I, dude, I remember that because you were like, not tonight, and then we just kind of ended it, and like afterwards, I was just like... You sobered right up after. There's no way a human being could ever transcribe that. It's just, it's <laughs> not, not, it's not Alexa's not. like, I have no fucking idea. Dude, I said it, and I don't even know what I said. <laughs> yeah. That you was were me. speaking in tongues, Frank. You were speaking in tongues so bad, I went... I wasn't mad. I was like, what the fuck is going on? And I was like, I'm just gonna keep going. <laughs> like, uh, to be honest with you, I I I remember that day. That was the first. Um, uh, that was the, um, yeah. That was the first time I ever went to uh, a therapist for what I was going through at the time mentally. And, don't, uh, don't bring us down. And well, I'm just saying, therapy can either help you or make things worse. And for me. It's the last time I really saw one. <laughs> it one, one of the reasons why I quit drinking was because uh, people would show me texts the next day or something that I posted in a forum somewhere because that's what we had before Facebook was a thing. And it would just be like 12 pages of diatribe of just me like rambling on incoherently about like 
science fiction and life. Your conspiracy and, theories on MySpace or Friendster? Yeah, conspiracy theories and whatever the <laughs> fuck else would come up with. I think I had MySpace for about a week, and they're like, oh, you need to go over to Facebook because that's where all the cool kids are hanging out. And I'm like, what the fuck ever? It'll be something next week. And then that, that next week never came. So, but yeah, I did quit drinking because of that. So, I quit see, drinking what? for a different reason. I just... Dude, you're drinking right now? You know, couldn't I couldn't deal with life to life with drinking. And um, you couldn't yeah. find a glass last week, so you were chugging out of the goddamn bottle. You weren't here last week, but the point is that I life is complicated. Life working. is complicated, and you don't need to drink to get through it. And um, just quit drinking but, if you can't deal with it, it, you know? <laughs> I'm kidding. I guess what I'm trying to say is uh, this episode's okay at best. It's a, it's a, I'll forget this episode um, until I need to make a worst and best of this season um, type of episode. It could be that I was so deflated by, you know, Probe 7 and, uh, you know, the other fucking 7. The other 7. Yeah, the Phantom 7. And then this came along. I was like, well, this is definitely better than the first two. So hold on. My expectations. Let's try. Let's try. Going off, piggybacking off you, Adam. Last episode was a short drink from a certain fountain. Or sorry, this is today. Last episode yeah. was uh, Seventh is Made Up of Phantoms. Yes. What was the name of the previous episode? Also Probe had the... Seven. Over and out. Damn it. Probe Seven okay. over and out. Yep. Easier than I thought. Okay, I thought we'd have to struggle. Because yep. Frank's no, looked like no. he's, he's it's thinking. It's probably, probably both written on the same napkin. And it might be a transcription <laughs> of what Frank just said. In that he has a giant number seven and two titles written through it. <laughs> like, yeah. It was Pro right. 7 over now. Seven's been Phantoms. <laughs> it's just nonsense. It's Frank's ramblings. Something. What? You were, you, you, I think you were about to say Frank. And then uh, were you about to ask me a question? No, I was gonna say uh, your Frank's ramblings are through it, uh, through the napkin. And he's, there's someone writer, some writer at uh, CBS is like, okay, they made a phantom. What? So they hear uh, where the shot? Yeah, whatever. It's sci-fi. The kids they, love this shit anyway. Ah, the yeah. fuck it. They hear that guy and those fucking right. engines on a, on, a on a horse, and they fuck around with it, and they fucking go back in the past. Sci-fi, spooky, spooky. Who what cares? Do you, do, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's. It has to be what happened. Spooky, spooky, spooky. Yeah. I don't know. That's what I got. My point is, how... Two things I want to get to really bad in this episode, which are more important than everything else in this episode. Number one, she when she hears from her brother, or his brother, you have to raise this child, take care of him, and blah, blah, blah. I go, she can just walk the fuck away and be fine. Go find some other rich guy. You don't have to take care of a fucking child the rest of your life, right? Yeah. And then, and then it'll backfire on his brother because then who's left? His brother. But she didn't want to leave her stuff because he told her if you walk out that door, you walk out with what you came in. Yeah, she can wait till he leaves the fucking room and then put all her shit in some rich I'm rich sure guy's he's house. Leave the room. This guy has been planning this shit. He, he's he was ready to throw his brother over the fucking balconies, metaphorically speaking. Just to get even with this bitch. He wasn't Go grab him. a gun and a suitcase. Stuff that suitcase full and be like, I'm taking this shit. What are you going to do? Die for this? Fuck you. I'll kill you and then baby brother. And then I'm fine. But she could have walked the fuck away from there, which is option A. Or B, 
she raises this child. The child, which is either Dr. Jackass or Mr. Hyde from reality, whatever you want to consider him, the older brother who turned into a child, has to watch his previous ex-wife fuck a dozen dudes a week in this apartment. Why is that better for him? How is that an insult to her? She has to, He has to watch her fuck so many dudes now. I'm sure that's kind of what's been going on for a while anyway. Maybe he likes to watch. But they now he really has to watch. He, he can't participate. He can't fucking jerk off in the closet like some weird, you know, cuckolding porn. He has to, he has to watch with a little flaccid little eight-year-old dick that he can't do shit with. What's he going to do? <laughs> that is misery. When you're an eight-year-old with an erection, it's fucking misery. You know, that's a good point. I feel like horror movies that we've seen started off with this concept. Halloween? All of them. Fucking every single one of them. It's just usually some little kid watching his mom fuck everybody that, that walks or crawls. And then as soon as people start fucking, out come the, the red hot pokers and the machetes and chainsaws and whatever the fuck else you can think of. Yep. Yes. That's how Micah Myers' sister got killed. He's like, she's like nude in front of the mirror, like, oh, I'm so pretty. And he's like, Michael. fuck you for being a titty monster, making me, I oh. can't even jerk off right yet. I'm too young. You know, you know what my favorite, one of my favorite parts of that movie is, is when the dude walks downstairs, she's like, are you going to call me? And he just kind of looks up slowly. It's like, yeah, whatever. And just walks out. I'm like, that's funny for even like, what was that supposed to be? Like 1950s, 1960s when that happened? Shit just made me laugh. It's like it, unintentional laughter. 50s, right? Because it was like 19, what movie year that come out? 76? Yeah, 70, 77. I, uh, let me double check. No, it wasn't 77 because that was I think Exorcist. It was 77. That was the Exorcist. Maybe it wasn't I think it's 76. 81. 76. Fuck you, Frank. 81's the sequel. <laughs> I think no, it's 76 see, and 81. 78. 78 and 81, right? Yep. Okay, so. She was born in 1950, blah, 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 blah. That's when he killed her. 20 years older, right? 20 years earlier? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It, you got to kill tracks. a bitch once in a while. That's all I'm saying, Frank. Do you agree? Tracks, yeah. How many yeah. ex-girlfriends did he be killed, Frank? Six, seven? Um, that I can remember. Yeah. More. Some of your fucking, like, you're, you don't even remember because they don't fucking matter. If you get a girl that like complains about the, the macaroni being too hot, you're like, ah, and then you cut yourself, you cut later to you in the desert, bearing a bitch. It happens. That, I mean, and that's why I always rename my girlfriends. So that way. <laughs> Hold on. That's a true that. fact. <laughs> Frank renamed his wife. Adam, right. true story. He renamed his wife. Yep. That's how that's how terrible he is as a person. Mm-hmm. Say this. The truth comes out. And she got back at him in a, deep inside a Holiday Inn, room 214. <laughs> she got deep inside him. <laughs> and just like, you know, pulverized his insides like Michael Myers uh, to his older sister, only no, with a... He hit that spot like a pro, son. <laughs> like a pro. I've never had a girl find my... Uh, a prostate. I've never had that. Well, you need a wand where it hooks. Yeah. I, I I don't know what I need, but I'll know I'll never buy it. 
So it's never happened and probably never will. So it needs like some sort of marital aid. I know I'm not going to find. When you're when you're together with the same chick for 20 years, you know, you're very comfortable with each other. I get it. You know what I mean? And and that's when the fun starts. I'll let you know in 19 years. Well, Phoenix, I can't wait till you and your girl visit Hampton in one of these days. I can't wait to hear this. Good news is we're on the fast track. You know, the fast track. I feel like where they're going to be there in like six months. So we're awesome. good, dude. I'll let you know when we find it. <laughs> you so so the question for you, Frank, is: Do you have a clip of Phoenix going off the deep end, like you did? Like he I do. Early, so you can play it at his wedding. I do. Yeah, it's called season one without me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have a me on Frank show with um. Us and that weird fucking conspiratorial guy in the iPad on the couch. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Way off topic radio. Yes. And uh, Miles Hendricks. Miles Hendricks is on the couch on an iPad, and they're talking about him working for Pink Floyd and some shit. And I was like, cool, cool. I'm going to go vomit outside. And I ran outside and I vomited. And I came back and I was like, got to go, guys. Bye. And that was, I was the drunkest I've been in a long time. Yeah. And, and dude, this guy literally said how this is the last time he's ever using social media or anything, and he's going off the grid because fuck everything, and motherfucker bounced. Go He'll be back next week. No, I have never guy. seen that guy since, and that was three years ago. And yeah, I haven't. Oh, cool. Him. Good for him. Maybe he joined a commune or something, or he works on a share as a sharecropper. He's no, he's fucking um, boozy money tits. It's crazy. He's fucking her like crazy and and raising a baby, her ex-husband baby. Kudos to uh where the fuck you said his name was. I already forgot. I just remember that because I'll never forget that. That was one of the weirdest nights of my life, and I and it wasn't counting me throwing up in my own dog shit, like the dog shit out there in the rocks, and I sh- I threw up on top of their shit. And that doesn't count that part. Everything before that was crazy as shit. Oh yeah, but I mean, like, did 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 you ever end up listening to the rest of that show? No, because I was embarrassed, and uh, I don't get embarrassed often. But that was one of them where I was like, "Oh, I was just like, uh, I, was just, I gotta go." I assume I sound like that. You, <laughs> but, you were fucked up, dude. Yeah, you were so drunk. I was fucked up yeah, where I had I'm to not leave. Perfect. And... I, I I was recording one back in 2010, Star Wars podcast, and a couple mm-hmm. people went out for a break, and I was just sitting there waiting, and I, I guess I passed out and. I was snoring rather loudly, and they recorded all of it, and people were, like, whispering dirty things into my ears, and they, they kept all that audio. So that's out there on the net somewhere. It's going to come back and haunt me later, I'm sure. You uh, see, they're not real friends. Like, you know, at least Phoenix. No, I guess I don't have any real friends because everybody's got something. Everybody's got some kind of fucking dirt on me. So. Yeah, but I wouldn't air it, so. Like, well, we did. We we used to. That's back. We used to record them and then just upload them later to iTunes, like you guys used to. Yeah, but I asked him permission to play that clip first. Yep, yeah, it's cool. Like, I mean, you know, you know, like, like, like Scott, like the like the one, you know, the last time Phoenix was on my show with with Scott and all. Like, I never aired that to anybody. There's only a few people that's ever heard that. I aired it. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I aired after the awkwardness. What? I aired it after the argument. I, you know what? I found it too. Uh, yeah, I saw that. I'm like, oh. So what you do is you save that for the wedding day, and you you play it that was, in, in lieu of a wedding speech. It, it was a really great podcast after 
everything went down. You know, it it really was. And Let's fun. not go down that road. I'm just saying. No, you're right though. It was it was not a bad podcast, but it took a fucking while to get there. Mm. But um yeah, let's um any closing thoughts about, oh, real quick before we go, before we do our plugs, I do want to ask I, no, I have the outro. Real quick before the outro. Okay. How do you think this episode ended with with uh Boozy McMoney tits and the baby or the six year old, whatever the fuck he was? How do you think this played out after we saw the credits? Okay. Adam? I think they all jumped in a Jeep and drove off into the sunset and she raised him somewhere in uh, either Arizona or New Mexico. Frank? You, you know what? Uh, kudos, Adam. I like it. Was, that was quick. Great. Yeah, I like that. Um, okay, so this is what I... Now, I remember when I was like 10, 11, 12, and 13, and 14 that like <laughs> I was just fucking everything. The couch. So, couch. Oh, the couch! The couch was my bitch. Yeah. Right? <clears throat> so it's true. But instead, he's got her now. Whether she's a willing participant or not, I guarantee you. Uh, either she's basically a willing pedophile. Oh, husband! Oh. Hear him out, Adam. Frank, continue. Huh? Frank, continue. Adam, open your mind. Frank, go. Okay, or you know, um, <laughs> or basically, a ten-year-old is is raping a. I guess it would be a forty-eight-year-old woman. Okay, that's how I see that playing out. That's part one, but how do you see that ending? Oh, the ending. Yeah, how uh, do you see this entire story playing out? Um, her dying. Him being in the prime of his life and uh, cash in on that insurance. Okay. And living like a king. And just letting him go? Letting her go. Well, he can't cash in on, the, on that, but she would. No, no, no. He's young and she's old. Okay. So, Adam, how does yours play out long term? Well, suppose he's the pedophile, because obviously when he gets old enough to, to stick it where the sun doesn't shine, he's going to want uh, young, he likes the younger women, so um, is he going to go uh, below state law, or what's allowed, or kind of makes you wonder. I don't, I don't, partic- I don't see him ever uh, doinking anybody his own age. No, because by the time she dies, and he's the age that he is... He'll just get a younger woman, but it'll still be legal. He's going to find another sugar mama, and the cycle's going to start all yeah, over again. As far mama. as we know, this might be the third time this has happened. He won't ever need a sugar mama because, you know, he he's rich. Insurance. You know? I, I, I agree like with Battle Adam. It's just Galactica. All this has happened before, and all, exactly. all of it will happen again. I agree with Adam. This is a continuous cycle. How many episodes have we talked about, Frank, where I consider this might be, like, continuously happening? Um, but I think this round, considering what I've seen, she's going to raise him for about three weeks, uh, realize she can't get her hole filled enough, and then smother this little sumbitch with a pillow, because otherwise, he's watching her fuck seven dudes a week. And, and claim he, Sid. And what? She'll claim Sid. 
She'll she'll claim he's way too old for SIDS, but she'll claim something. She'll claim he just stopped breathing in the middle of the night. That sort of thing. And then then she'll bring in the brother and be like, He died. I don't know what to do. And he'll be like, I know you killed her, you you bitch, you boozy McMoney tits bitch. And she'll be like, Oh, I'm so sorry. Let me oh, oh, oh. Fill out that paperwork and he's filling it out. He's like, I signed it over to you. And she's like, oh, oh, bomb! And blows his brains out. And that's where that fucking ends. She has a signature. That's all she needed. And then she just goes off to like Fiji or somewhere weird and lives out the rest of her days fucking rich old dudes. She doesn't need to, but she still fucking does because she's a sleazebag. She's make money tits. And she just does whatever the fuck she wants to do. She just like snorts some weird green shit. Oh, I'm in El Salvador. I'm doing some weird blow. And that's what she does with the rest of her days. It is a fucking blur. She remembers nothing. And she ODs like Sharon Stone in Heat Era Casino. And just went down a hallway. Uh, and just falls over dead. That's what happens to her. I like that ending too. Wow. Wow, Phoenix. Good God, dude. Like that, that was a... I'm kind of pissed now. You put way more thought into it than I did. Now you, I feel like shit. You know how much thought I put into this? I could not come up with that scenario of anything ever just off of a, the whim of an improv. That, congratulate. That's why he's the improv Adam, man. And I'm another, well, especially considering because all I have written down is... Adam, another round of applause. All I have written down is she doesn't have to raise this asshole. That's where, as far as I went with my notes, I just, that's where I, my brain went with this, with this ending, based off of your guys' responses, and that's where I think this should go. Her dying alone and afraid in a hallway, so high on blow. So you stood up, and the blood rushed to your head, and just all this shit just popped in there all at once. That's my life. That's my life. That's why I do this show. When Snoopy. Frank mentioned before he joined this show, <laughs> this is all this show was before Frank joined. In, in Ecuador. <laughs> Snorting some ec- ec- Ecuadorian ectoplasm. How about it, Frank? Some green some, shit. Yeah, <laughs> some weird green shit. Snorting. Ecuadorian ectoplasm. Well, part of it is I just watched it. I just watched uh, uh, my favorite one of my favorite bands, No Effects. They did a, a series called uh, uh, Some Passport. Something passport. Where the fuck is it? This is when I think of real things, I can't use oh, words. It, Backstage it, passport. But they snorted green shit in like some country where you're not allowed to do drugs. It's it's uh, death penalty if you use drugs. But they snorted like a green line, and that's what I. That's all I used. <laughs> the rest is just what I think should happen. You know what it was? It was that that green chlorophyll shit from Troll Two. That's what they were. Snorting. It must have been. Oh my god! And they died. Oh my god. <laughs> and she died. And Robert De Niro's like, you fucking bitch! You fucking whore! And that's where he died. More, more blueberries! And that's all he said. And she died. And Joe Pesci comes and says, you fucking prick, ya. Uh, you! You motherfucker, you! You motherfucker, you! You Jew motherfucker, you! I love when he says that. <laughs> uh, his like, name is like Sam Rothstein, like right? Barrymore with your fucking bathrobe. <laughs> oh. I think we're done here, right? Outro. Yeah, we're good. We're Outro. Good. Plugs first. Oh. You'll grow a little bit older each day, like any little boy. And you'll perform the process together. As he grows older, you'll be growing old. Now, there's a little poetic justice, Flora, that you should be forced to drink from the same cup. And then when tomorrow comes, there'll be someone younger outside. <laughs> <laughs>
waiting to come in. Always waiting to come in. But it isn't fair, Raymond. It just isn't fair. Everything, everything is on his side. Well, you see, Flora, as you get older, see how wise you get? It happens to be a fact. As one gets older, <laughs> one does get wiser. If you don't believe it, ask Flora. Ask her any day of the ensuing weeks of her life as she takes notes during the coming years and realizes that the worm has turned. Youth has taken over. It's simply the way the calendar crumples in the twilight zone. Boom. Did he, did he say, is this the way the calendar crumbles? He did. I don't know what that means. I don't know either because Zickery did not say calendar crumbles. This is the same guy that was scribbling the number seven on a cocktail napkin. You're asking these questions. I, I think. We Shall I read answers. what Zickery thought about this episode? Uh, I suppose. It's two and a half. Hold on, one. Yeah, it's two paragraphs. Okay, it's shorter. And we read from the. And now the reading of Zickery. <laughs> and now I shall read from the book of Zickery. Uh, page 375. Psalm 69. Psalm 63. 12, 13, 63. Desperate to keep up with his gold digger wife, wealthy Harmon Gordon begs the doctor, his doctor brother to inject him with a highly experimental use serum, not his semen. Initially, the doctor refuses, but when Harmon threatens suicide, he reluctantly agrees. At first, the serum effects seem miraculous. Harmon is restored to vigorous young manhood. I also feel the same way after my brother's uh, serum is injected into me. But the formula continues to work. Same here. And Harmon <laughs> regresses to an, into an infant. As the wife starts to walk out, Harmon's brother makes a threat to compel her to stay. Raise Harmon to, to adulthood, staying with him every minute, or be cut off without a penny. So apparently he has that godlike power. Last paragraph. I... I have to read something for you, Frank, here in a second. But last paragraph, poetic justice of a sort is served at the end of a short drink from a certain fountain, but it would be more satisfying if it were not for the unrecognizable realization that a helpless child is being left entirely at the mercy of someone who is an unfit wife and will almost certainly be an unfit mother. For reasons which are entirely, at, which are in cloudy at this date, sorry. This is one four half-hour episodes which are not in syndication. Considering its wordiness and predictability, however, that is no great loss. Agreed. Oh, and, yeah, it does say calendar crumbled. Last paragraph, or last sentence. The way the calendar crumbles in the Twilight Zone. So yeah. even Zickery was aware of that stupid last line about the calendar crumbling. Yeah, because normally Zickery <clears throat> writes the entire ending, but he just left that... <laughs> Shall I? What did we all learn? Normally, Frank, I do this when you're not here. But Adam, Frank, what did we learn from today's episode of The Twilight Zone as we finish up? Not to marry a trophy wife. Frank? <clears throat> um, don't ask your brother to inject yourself with uh, youth serum. Damn, that's how it going to be mine. Let me say that instead. Don't ask your brother to inject you with his hot, spermy uh, use serum 
and then be surprised when it doesn't go out right. Because he's like, I'm growing younger! And he does this to insinuate chaotic aging or de-aging. And that's yeah, all they do. Over, he bends over like he's got to take a shit. He does. But like, what, what the fuck? This episode isn't good. I don't think it's good. I don't think it's bad, though. But it makes me wish season four was still going, which is fucking surprising because season five sucks compared to season four. Well, I mean, Ed Wynn is... Well, hold on. I'm sorry. Um, but you have something to look forward to next week, Phoenix. You know what that is? I do. 90 oh. years without slumbering. Who joins the ranks of the elves and gremlins who supply the imaginative material on the Twilight Zone. His name is Richard DeRoy, and his story is in the best tradition of the program. It stars one of the gentlest and certainly the most able of America's actors, a beloved little fixture on the American scene named Ed Wynn. Next time out on The Twilight Zone, Ed Wynn stars in 90 Years Without Slumbering. Yep. 90 Years Without Slumbering is next week, as well as Ring-A-Ding Girl. So we're doing another back-to-back Another back-to-back episode of Twilight Zone next week. We're, we're way the fuck ahead of schedule on Tales from the Crypt, so we're going to put it off for a while <laughs> until we catch up. Uh, but, I don't think... Yeah, like, have you released one that uh, Adam and I have done yet? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, we did. I'm sorry. I, I'm... No, it's fine. It's fine if you don't give a shit. It's fine. At least I'm Frank, it's fine if you don't give a, a single shit about your own show that you're on sometimes. I do. No, it's cool. But it's cool that you don't give a single shit about the show, but let's continue. Can we? Please, can you stop obsessing over it? You good? Yeah. Okay, we're going to move on with Frank Tears and all. We're going to move on to just say, Adam, where can we find you? You can find me at www.raidersoflostflicks.com. Check me on YouTube every Friday night, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We review and watch bad movies together. Frank, That's what I do. Frank, where can we find you? Oh, I sleep in So the- I'm at LAW Studios. That- oh, sorry, Frank. Go ahead. No, I'm good. I sleep. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm just fucking with you. No, no. I, 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 you can I- also find... <laughs> Continue, Frank. <laughs> asleep in my driveway. You, what? <laughs> you can find me asleep in my driveway. Phoenix? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I'm going to lose my channel. <laughs> what? Continue. <clears throat> Double L N K Z on Twitter and in the uh, RedDragonsRadio.com, everybody. LAWCS.com, uh, loading at Wonderland at gmail.com, loading Wonderland on YouTube. Oh, Boozy McHousewife, thank you. I love you in this episode. Um, Big Daddy. What? Big Daddy. Oh, sorry. Just came. Both hands. You see me. Um, I agree. No, that's not me. Don't do that, Adam. You had to clear some out of your eye, Adam. Okay, so I got sorry. I shot Adam in the eye with it. But um, <laughs> LAWCs.com, Lloyd Tigger Wonderland, whatever the fuck you are. 
But yeah, thanks guys for joining us. We, me, who are the fuck? <laughs> I don't know what the fuck we're doing anymore. We're doing two different shows at once and it's confusing me. But this episode sucked. It's not great. It's not bad. The ep- last episode was fucking terrible. I gave this a tier two level. Do you guys agree? Did you change your rating system? Tier one, tier two, two, three. I told you about that a while ago. Oh, you're right. I'm still I, I'm, learning your radi- uh, uh, rating system, so I'm just going with the, the one out of ten thing because I don't want to bring cheese curds into it because that's my own rating scale, not part of your show. So I, I, seven I out of ten for me. Wow, that's that's tier one. Mm-hmm. Frank? I, I give this uh, two out of five Don Megas. Frank? <laughs> what? Can you give a human rating system at all? No, no, no. Uh, Out of ten. Oh, oh, okay. So four. All right, all right. Uh, You're right. Uh, I I give it six and a half DX on megas out of ten. So you're you're at the same spot I am. Where I give it a five though, but I give it a I give it tier tier two. All right, sorry, I give it a six. I give it a tier two. The last episode I gave it a four. I give it a tier one. This episode, okay, it's okay. So I give it a tier two. Tier two is tier one, great, no complaints really, um, satisfies my Twilight Zone itch. Tier two, okay, have some complaints, but whatever, it's fine. Tier three is, oh, that was rough to get through, which is our Mm. last episode, right, Adam? Yeah. So that's that's my rating system as of now. I'm going off the Tom Elliott version with just tier three, one, one, two, three. That's all I'm doing now. Oh, okay. So that way, at the end, I have them all categorized. Because, like, a lot of times, it the worse the try zone is, the more funny content we could have for it. But this is true. But this sometimes true. they're so bad, there's just nothing you can do, and it's not doesn't even provide you with funny content because you're just so mad. That was the uh, the phantoms. That was all of me. That's why it took us a year to get through 16 episodes. Well, we'll think about it like this. Uh, the last episode, which you think would be full of jokes and whimsy, was an, 40 minutes, 50 minutes. This episode, which was, okay, hour 54 right now. Yeah. So. Oh, shit. I got to get back to Exactly. Work. So, until next go. time. In the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. I'm Adam Wilcox. Frank Link's third now. I guess I guess he's third now. You know what? I deserve to be third. Because, <laughs> you, know, because, you know, this channel, I was a sleeper. Yeah. <laughs> you're right. Adam, if he's on your third, I'm sorry. All right. <laughs> no, you want to do it over again so you no, feel better? Don't do it over hold again. on, hold on. No, no, no. Not doing it until, over again. Uh, until next time. In the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. I'm Frank Lynx, and I'm Adam Wilcox. So long, citizens. That That's was weird. Now. I'll sound like the same voice. That was bizarre. <laughs> so long, citizens. Nice. Toodles. Later, peoples. Dainty pinky wave. Sorry for fucking um, peace. Yeah, sorry for... It's been... Yeah. So, 
Oh, right. shit. I, I hit the thumbs down accidentally. It says thumbs up. It says, <laughs> what went wrong? Sorry to hear that. I don't want to type anything. <laughs> um, I'm just saying, like, you know. So long, citizens. <laughs> I should just type in Twilight Zone sucked. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs>